So the blazers on I don't even I don't even remember what day that was. What day was what day was that supposed to be? Whatever, it doesn't matter. The Blazers are down 3-0. I have nothing positive to say about the Blazers. And I also must apologize because I said that there would be no sweeps. You know, these playoffs, I haven't, I've gotten very little correct. I've gotten very little correct. And this series, I think I got incorrect as well. I did have the Warriors winning. But I was thinking a six, seven game series. But the Blazers are about to get knocked out today. And it's just so pathetic. I knew Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum weren't going to come in clutch. I knew that. But I also knew. I also knew that, you know, they wouldn't, I didn't think they'd get knocked out like this. In the third quarter, they had 13 points. 29, 37, 13, 20. If you score 13 points in a quarter, you've lost the game. You can't, you can't recover from that. The Blazers, and also on that injury where Lillard got knocked to the ground and, uh, I think it was Looney that fell on him. I knew he was hurt there, but I, th- I thought it'd just be like a bruised, I thought it'd be like a bruised rib. I didn't think it'd be a separated rib. However, he doesn't get any excuses or passes. It's pathetic. It's absolutely pathetic how bad the Blazers are. I'm looking at this box score. It. Okay. Their leading score was CJ McCollum. He was 7 for 20 and 2 for 10 from, from behind the arc. That's, so you have, you have, the duo, the backcourt duo of Dame, Time, and McCullough combined, they went 5 for 19. 5 for 19. The, Bla- the Blazers are going to get knocked out today. I have no faith in them. And also with this whole McC- with this whole Lillard injury, I'm trying to figure out why they released the story now. Because it just doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense to me. Because it's not like he got hurt this game. He got hurt, I think it was like the game before. So it's not like, you know, it's not like he went to sleep that night and his ribs slowly separated while he was sleeping. Because one, that'd be unbelievably painful. And two, it, you know, it happened right there. Myers Leonard, 16. Alfred Camino, 2. Alfred Camino, 2 points. Maurice Harkless, 6. Lillard, 16. McCollum, 
23, Collins 6, Cantor 7, Turner 12, Hood 3, Curry 5. That's pathetic. And from, and from the free throw stripe, you can also understand why they lost. They shot, as a team, they shot 61%. 20 for 33. You can't, you can't have 13 missed free throws and expect to win. Unless the other team either just does not go to the free throw line or hits a lower percentage than you. You, you, you really just have no shot. 20 for 33. That, that's just, that's just, that's just disgusting. From three, they went, thir- they had 31%. 11 of 35. But just, man, I want to see as much basketball as possible. The WNBA starts on Friday. I'm not trying to see, I'm not trying to see, I'm not trying to look through, you know, the TV guide. And I see WNBA games. I'm not, I'm not trying to do that. Because you realize this. If the Blazers, if the Blazers win, then that means they push the series to Wednesday. And then if they win, if they miraculously win game five, that means the series gets pushed to Friday. And I won't be able to wake up. And give thanks that the Blazers and Warriors play on that Friday. Or I can think less about the pending WNBA season. I have no, I just, I just have nothing positive to say about the Blazers. They're going to get knocked out. Knocked out. You couldn't, you could not have told me that the, that they'd get swept with, with no KD. That's the thing. That's the thing. There's no, there's no KD. So I had, I don't know what I was thinking when I said this game, when I said there'd be no sweeps. There's, there's no Kevin Durant. You don't have to compete against a seven foot Pretty much a guard, a guy that can shoot like a guard who can shoot over everybody, can can run, can run the floor, can rebound, defend. KD is actually a very underrated defender, in my opinion. I, I I don't think he gets the credit that he deserves on defense. But you're not playing against that guy. You're playing against the Warriors of old. I mean, I'm looking at, I'm looking at this, I'm looking at this roster. You're playing, in my opinion, against a bunch of nobodies. They're champions, but they are only champions because of the Splash Brothers. And Kevin Durant. And that's about it. People talk about Draymond. Yeah, Draymond's cool. 
Dream on school. Okay, so you have okay. So here here's here's the Warriors roster. Their active roster. Danny Green. I mean excuse me, not Danny. Draymond Green. Damon Jones. Steph Curry. Andre Iguodala. Clay Thompson. Jordan Bell. Jonas Drebko. Alfonso McKinney. Kavon Looney. Andrew Bogut. Quinn Cook. Sean Livingston. And Evans. So of those names of those names I just listed. Who's a Hall of Famer? Curry for sure. Clay for sure. Draymond, I say for sure. That's it. Well, Iguodala might. He might. I, I, I wouldn't put him in. But. It's just, it's just so frustrating, man. It's so frustrating. Like, I, I have nothing positive to say about the Blazers. Part of me doesn't want to watch the game today. Part of me does not want to watch the game today. Because it's like, okay, it's like, okay, what could I, what could I possibly expect? Because, because I'm going to be honest. When I saw the Blazers walk through that tunnel after that, after that game three loss, they couldn't have looked more defeated. They looked depressed. They were shaking their heads. They, they look completely frustrated. I have, I have no expectations for them. I have zero expectations for them. I'm going to watch the game, but I'm not going to be paying full attention to it. That's for sure. I'll probably be doing like two other things along, alongside it. Draymond 20 points, Curry 36. Andre Iguodala had two points. Clay Thompson 19, Jordan Bell 6, Jonas Drebko 2, Alfonso McKinney 5, Kevon Looney 8, Quinn Cook 6, Sean Livingston 6. Pathetic. I just, I just have nothing to say. I just have nothing positive to say, man. This this series is over. It's over. A sweep. The Blazers are about to get swept today. I'm trying to think if I know any Portland fans, and I don't think I do. Because I, I will say this. There is no, there is no, there is no positive you can take away from this season. You, cause people can be like, oh no, 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 they made, they made the conference finals. They should have made the conference finals years ago. They should have made it, they should have made, they should have made it to the finals conference years ago. But they didn't. The Warriors, won 110 to 99 27 26 29 28 the game and here's the thing portland was leading last game i really believed i was like okay portland's going to win because they're at home there obviously there's no kd 
I just, I just have nothing to say. I have nothing positive to say. I have nothing positive to say. And in the regular season, they were 32-9 and nine at home. The Blazers I'm talking about. I mean, what, what can I possibly say? Damian Lillard was a minus 23. Minus 23. You can't be... You cannot be the star. You cannot be the face of a franchise. And you have a playoff game at home. On your home court. And you are a minus 23. I I just have... I don't know what to say. I just don't know what... I just don't know what to say. This is... It's just so frustrating to me. It's so frustrating to me. Because I knew... I knew the Blazers wouldn't win the series. But how are you going to get swept? How are you going to get swept against... Oh... KD-less Warriors. Who, I'm not saying, I'm not saying without KD they're scrubs, because they're not. KD's a luxury, we know that. But I mean, come on. It's like they're still, they're still technically adjusting to not having him. I, I mean, I just, I just don't know what you can say. I don't know what you can say. I, 11 turnovers. See, Damian Lillard, he had five of those turnovers. I, I don't, I don't know what to say about him. I don't, I don't know what to say about these guys. 13 points in the third quarter. I wasn't really, I wasn't really paying attention to how many points they were scoring in the third quarter, but I did. I just noticed they weren't making shots in the third quarter but i didn't i didn't realize till after the game that they had 13 points in the third quarter to the warriors 29 it was over it was over how do you get outscored like that at home i just I have nothing positive to say. I just, I, I just, I just can't believe. I just, I can't believe, I can't believe the series is going to end today. Unless, unless, unless by some miracle, or one of, or one of the, where either Curry, or Clay, or Iguodala, or Draymond get hurt, and they can't play this game, I think that's the only chance the Blazers have. I just, I just have nothing positive to say. No, just absolutely nothing positive to say. Man, it's just, it's just frustrating. It's frustrating. Especially being out here, you know, in California. So, you know, this series is pretty much, it's pretty much home for me. You know, I'm not near Milwaukee and Toronto. I'm near Oakland and Portland. 
So if so, pretty much if the Blazers win or if the Blazers lose, I think the Warriors get. I, I want to say they get nine days of rest. Nine days, and I mean they're gonna need they're gonna need every day possible to rest because their roster's old, and you need KD to come back to win the championship, in my opinion. And I don't think that's a disrespect to I don't think that's a disrespect to Steph or Clay. Because it looks like Milwaukee's gonna win the series. That's just what it looks like. I still I I still have to my pick was Toronto. I'm not I'm not I'm not a pick changer. But I think I think I'm gonna get that series wrong too. I think Milwaukee's gonna win. And the Bucks will face the Warriors in the finals. And you're not, I mean, who's gonna go, who's gonna guard Giannis? On the war, on the Warriors. If you don't have KD. Clay? No. Definitely not Steph. Steph is a, he's a, he's gotten better on defense, but he's still a liability on defense. You you need Kevin Durant to beat the Bucks, and I, one thing I love about the Bucks, first of all, those fans are crazy. Those fans are absolutely crazy. I was watching them. I was watching, you know, NBA. You know the TNT crew on Game One, and those fans, you would you would think that they just won. You think they just won a game in the finals or something? If Milwaukee win, if Milwaukee wins the championship, I don't even want to know what's going to happen in that city. Those fans were crazy. So you have you have tremendous, insane fans who are hungry for that championship. You have a, a you have a team that works as a unit that's hungry for the championship. You have a great coach. You know, you you if you're the Warriors, you need all the help you can get. It's like, okay, can you put Draymond on Giannis? No, you can't. Giannis's nickname is the Greek Freak, and it's a fitting nickname. He can pretty much take two steps from behind the three point line. Obviously, if he were unguarded, and I believe he could he could easily dunk the ball or get seriously close. I, I just, I, I don't see the Warriors beating the Bucks without, without Kevin Durant. Cause Kevin Durant is the one guy on the Warriors that can look Kevin Durant in the eye in terms of height and, you know, also relate to skill because it's like, oh, you know, the Warriors have some tall dudes. Jonas Jerebko? Really? Jordan Bell? Kevon Looney? Bogut with his, with his, you know, cement shoes. You, you need, you need Kevin Durant. You need him to beat, to beat the Bucks. I, I don't, I don't see how you're going to do that. I don't see how you're going to beat him without him. Those, those, 
the Milwaukee is hungry. You, I'm going to say this. You couldn't have told me before, if you had told me in October of 2018 that early, early October of 2018, you could not have told me the Bucks would be in the conference finals about to go to the, to the finals. There's no way, there's no way you could have told me that. I, I wouldn't have believed you. Even if you told me, even if you told me everyone was healthy. There's no, there's no way I would have believed you. I, I slept on the Bucks this year, at, com- totally and completely. I'm going to be honest, I don't watch too much regular season basketball. Because I feel like it's come to a point where it's just the playoffs that matter. And you already know who's going to be in the championship on both sides. Originally, my pick was Warriors and uh, Celtics. Or if not them, Warriors and uh, Warriors and Raptors. That that's who that's who I had in the, that's who I had in the finals. But the Bucks, man, they're hungry. I mean, you you heard them cheering in Game One, in Game Two. I mean, they want they want it, man. They really do. And I I just gotta say, with the Warriors, I think I think I think anytime you're in the championship, it's like you're gonna compete for it. But it's one thing to be like, man, you know, the Warriors, the Warriors are going to three-peat. So even if they lose, it's not like they're chumps. They've won two. They won two in a row. Then they lost in 2016 and they won the year, they won the year before, 2015. So they've recently won three finals. So to me, the Warriors are not as hungry. And naturally you wouldn't be. You wouldn't be because you're spoiled. You know what it's like to win. The minute and see the, the the minute you win in your career, it, you you automatically become desensitized a little bit. I don't care what you say. Where people are like, "Oh man, this," you know, "there's nothing like this championship." It's like your feeling is not the same. Your feeling is not the same when you first win it. You have Giannis. Who's tremendous, and all he needs is, is a jump shot. He wants that championship. Brooke Lopez, who, for some inexplicable reason, the Lakers, for some inexplicable reason, got rid of Brooke Lopez, but decided to get Javale McGee, because that's that's just, I mean, that's just good decision making right there. He wants, he wants a championship. Man, you just, you just have these, these talents who want it. Miritich, he wants it. Chris Middleton, he wants it. Eric Bledsoe, he wants it. Alias Silva, he wants it. George Hill, he's, he, he won with, uh, LeBron in 2016. But he wants it. Malcolm Brogdon, he wants it. Pat Connaughton, he wants it. 
They're hungry. And they're coming for these warriors. And I, I, I cannot wait. I can't wait for the finals, man. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a dogfight. You have an unguardable Giannis. And I, and here's the thing. I'm hoping KD comes back. Cause what I don't want to happen is I don't want, I don't want the Bucks to win. And it's like, oh, they didn't have, they didn't have KD. So it's like, what does it actually mean? I want everyone to be healthy. I want everyone to be on the court. I want the best talent on the court for as long as possible. So that way there are no excuses. And the Bucks would still technically be the underdogs. Man, this, I can't, I just, I can't wait for this. I can't wait for the finals, man. I'm hoping they're pushed back. By the Blazers, man. I'm hoping the Blazers can push the date back because the finals start May 30th. And if they don't, if they, if they don't, man, I just, it's going to be frustrating because we're going to have to wait for the finals and it's going to be like, okay, well, we're just going to have to sit there. I want to see as much basketball as possible, man. I mean, Giannis yesterday was a monster. I mean, even though they lost. And see, here's the thing. It took, you know, it was just, man, what, I mean, just, just, I saw the highlights, man. I mean, what a game. Giannis had 12 points and 23 rebounds. They only lost by six. Cause I'm looking, I'm looking at the team stats right now. From three, they were, they were atrocious, 32%. Free throws, 22 of 33. 60, 67%. They shot 37% from the field. Okay. So the Raptors were 80% from free throws 21 of 26 and they shot 38 percent from three 17 of 45 so 45 so let's see based on these based on these team stats based on these team stats you know the raptors should have beat them especially with Giannis only getting 12 and he fouled out. So this game, this game, man, I, I, you know, it was, it was just awesome. From what I saw from the highlights, I just, I just can't, man, I just really want the finals to be delayed. I want, I want both of these series to be, to go to seven games. I really, really do. 60. And he, and also, here's the thing. The Bucks, the Warriors need KD because the Bucks have home court. Because remember, they have the best record. So if you don't have, if you don't have KD, unless Giannis goes down, 
with an injury, which to me would be absolutely devastating. Just absolutely devastating. Unless he goes down with an injury. I can't see the Warriors beating the Bucks without KD. I just got to be realistic. I just can't see it because, because the thing is, you can, you can stop, you know, Curry, Curry and Clay, they're going to be streaky. We know that. When you, when you shoot three pointers, you're going to be streaky. But Giannis, I just, I just don't know. I know one girl, she's from Wisconsin. I go to school with her. She was like, and she was, she was a little bit upset because now that she had left, uh, now that, now that she had left Wisconsin, now they're, now the Bucks are actually doing something. So she was a little bit upset about that, but she was, you know, she was happy for them, but she's excited. And, you know, the whole state of Wisconsin, they, they should be excited. Miritich, 10 points, Giannis, 12. Middleton, 9. Lopez, 16. Bledsoe, 11. Billy Silva, 2. George Hill, 24. Brogdon, 20. Connaughton, 8. Man. This, this team. Whoever, let me say this. Whoever plays against the Warriors in the finals, I think it's going to be interesting. Kawhi said his leg is fine. So, you know, that kind of, that kind of eases things. But then again, you know, that's kind of what you're supposed to say as an athlete. Siakam, 25. Leonard, 36. Gasol, 16. Kawhi. I mean, not Kawhi. Kyle Lowry, 11. Danny Green, 3. Powell, 19. Ibaka, 5. Fred Van Fleet, 3. Jody Meeks, nothing. And also, also look at this. The starters for the Bucks had no one over 15 points. Excuse me, no one over 20. Brooke Lopez had 16. So for the starters, you had 10 plus 12, that's 22. 22 plus 9, that's 31. 31 plus 16, it's 47. 47 plus 11, it's 58. So the Bucks starters had 58 points. Okay. Siakam, 25. Plus Kawhi's 36. That's 61 points. The, the, okay. So the Raptors easily, the Raptors starters easily outscored the Bucks bench, but only beat them by six. I'm telling you, this Bucks team they have the deepest team. They really do. So I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be, you know, Bucks versus the Warriors. Ultimately, I think, I think my pick is going to be wrong. I think my pick is going to be wrong. But I just, man, I just, I just can't believe it. I just, I just can't believe it. I'm so, I'm so excited for this, man. I'm so, I can't wait. I just, I just can't imagine what, 
I can't imagine what the what how how it feels Milwaukee. I mean, I mean, I look at it this way. I don't know of anyone, anyone who thought that the Bucks were going to make it. I mean, if you had told me the Bucks were going to make the playoffs, I would have believed you just because they have Giannis and he's just that good, and there's no LeBron in the East. So it's like, okay, yeah, I, I'll I believe that. If you had told me, if you had told me conference semis, I would have said, yeah, they'll probably get knocked out, but yeah. You told me conference finals, and they are winning two to one right now, and lost in a double overtime game by six, where the starters played terribly, and that's not going to happen again. The starters are not going to play that badly in terms of points again. You could not have told me about these bucks. You couldn't. You couldn't have told me. I would have. I wouldn't have listened to you. I would have immediately disregarded you. But man, that's that's just amazing. That's just amazing. I I can't imagine what it feels like in in Wisconsin, and specifically the the city of Milwaukee. Man, that that would be great for that city. That would be absolutely awesome. But one city that should not be celebrating today is Houston. Houston, seriously, just irks me right now. This report came from yesterday by Woj. And we know Woj, if it comes from Woj, it's true. The Houston Rockets and coach Mike D'Antoni have had preliminary discussions on the framework of a contract extension that will keep the two-time NBA Coach of the Year from entering the final year of his deal. I've let Daryl Morey, the GM and team owner, Tillman, know that I'm energized to keep, to keep coaching and believe that I can continue to do that at this high level for at least another three years, D'Antoni, who's 68, told ESPN on Sunday night. I want to be part of a championship here. My question to Mr. D'Antoni is what championship are you talking about? You can't possibly be talking about the NBA championship. You can't possibly be talking about that. You can't be. Because you had your shot. You've had multiple shots. You, let me go back to basketball reference. He has been the head coach of the Houston Rockets since 2016. They went 55 and 27. 2017, 2018, they went 65 and 17. That was the year they were the number one seed and were, you know, talking about, you know, we're the number one seed, got home court advantage, we're ready for the Warriors. Yeah, no you weren't. 2018, 2019. They went 53 and 29. In all three of these series, in, okay, 2016, 2017, they lost in the conference, the conference semis. 
last year, they lost in the conference finals. And this year, they lost in the conference semis. So I'm trying to figure out what possible, what championship could you possibly be talking about? Cause let's, 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 let's make everything ideal. And, and there's no such thing as the ideal situation. There's no such thing. Cause it never, it never happens. That's why it's called ideal. It's when everything goes a hundred percent the way you want it to. It doesn't happen. Okay. So. You, so if I'm D'Antoni, I'm thinking, okay, KD's probably going to leave. I I think we're pretty sure about that. So it's like, okay, KD leaves and goes to the Knicks. We, we believe that. Okay. So that happens. And it's like, okay, all right, yeah, sure. Okay, we'll give you that. Uh, let's see. I think you must be thinking Clay's leaving. Who? I guess you can make a case for that. If I'm Clay, I'm not going anywhere. And to me, I, I just wouldn't go anywhere. You're going to get the most money in Golden State. You're with a group of champions. And it's like, if you go to the Clippers, they're not champions. They're not. They have a lot of good pieces. But they're not the Warriors. The last time the Rockets won the championship was 1994, the 94-95 season. The 94-95 season. My sister had was just born that year. I I have I have I don't, I don't, I don't know what D'Antoni is thinking. Let me, let me finish this article. It's unclear how significant of a commitment the Rockets are willing to make to D'Antoni, who told ESPN he prefers to avoid entering the final year of his original four-year contract in 2019-2020 without an extension. If I'm, if I'm Daryl Morey, there's no way I'm giving him this extension. Do you want to know why? Because Daryl Morey, he has to redeem himself. He was the idiot who gave Chris Paul that contract. So he has to redeem himself for that because I believe, I believe Daryl Morey went to sleep that night thinking, what have I done? What possessed me to do that? So if I'm, if I'm Daryl Morey, no, you're, no, you're gonna, this is going to be your last year. You're gonna play, you're gonna coach under this last year. I'm not going to guarantee you anything. What results have you produced? And here's my thing. I don't think D'Antoni will ever, ever win a championship. Not as a head coach. Because he doesn't care about defense. I don't, I don't care what anyone says. His career has been too long. He does not care. He does not care about defense. He knows offense. I'm going to give him that. He knows offense. His IQ is through the roof when it comes to offense. Defense, he doesn't care. For Tita, the, <clears throat> the owner, 
called the Rockets' loss in the Western Conference semifinals to the Golden State Warriors earlier this month unacceptable. Top assistant Jeff Zedelik, I think that's how you pronounce it, who was talked out of retirement in November to address the team's defense, was informed by management on Sunday he wouldn't be offered a new contract. The Rockets' defense excelled under Zedelik. More, more changes could be made to D'Antoni's staff, league sources said. D'Antoni has averaged 58 victories in his three seasons with the Rockets, including four playoff series victories and a trip to Game 7 of the 2018 Western Conference Semifinals. Of the, 20, of the 2018 Western Conference Finals. They're trying to say that as if that means something. Seriously, as if that means something. The Warriors eliminated the Rockets in each of the past two seasons, including a Game 6 victory in the most recent conference final, semifinals. He's not a lame duck to me. I would agree with that. In my, D'Antoni's not a lame duck. But he's no champion. And I just, I just don't know. If I'm a team, if I'm a team, literally, you have to think that the Rockets, right now, they're hinging their hopes on free eight on free agency in a, in a in an environment that they can't control. They're hoping KD leaves, and they're hoping Clay leaves. That's what they're hoping for. And if that doesn't happen, if that doesn't happen, you're not beating because you're gonna have to go through Golden State. Ultimately. And the Rockets cannot beat the Warriors. They can't do it. He's not a lame duck to me for Tita, told the Houston Chronicle last week. That's just a media term. We're more concerned with making our team better next year. Mike will be here. I like Mike. I think he's a, I think he's a very good coach. Players like playing for him. I keep being told free agents want to know who the owner is and they want to know who the coach is, Fortita said. Mike and I do well together. Hopefully we'll continue to win and Mike will be here for a long time. Hopefully we'll continue to win. Continue to win? What do you mean continue to win? The regular season doesn't mean anything. Continue to win? You haven't won anything. You haven't won since 1995. I mean, it's not not as bad as the Knicks with nineteen with you know nineteen seventy three, but if I'm if I'm Daryl Morey, I have to redeem myself for the idiocy of last of last offseason. D'Antoni's gonna D'Antoni's gonna coach under this new contract. I don't care what the team owner says, and if if if. If I'm Daryl Morey and I get called in to my superior's office and he says, why aren't you giving Mike a contract extension? I said, well, it's very simple. He hasn't proven himself. Urgency and desperation are powerful motivators. And to just let him be comfortable is absolutely is absolutely unacceptable. Absolutely unacceptable. He needs to feel the pressure. He needs to feel the heat under his seat. 
and he needs to, he you need to get us to the finals. Beat the Warriors. I just I just don't know. What I think what I, here's what I think is going to happen. I think they're I think they're going to wait for the contract extension, and I'm hoping I'm right because I I think Daryl Moore is a smart guy. I think he's a smart guy. I don't think he's going to make two big mistakes in consecutive off seasons. Because I'm not asking for perfection. You're human. You're not going to be perfect. But that Chris Wall contract was an abomination. I don't know what I don't know what he was thinking. So I'm thinking, okay, I didn't like that. This is a new season. You're about to go into a fresh off season. I think what Daryl Moore is going to do, he's going to wait till he's going to wait to see what Kevin Durant does. And he's going to wait to see what Clay does. He's going to he's going to wait and see what happens to the Warriors. And I think if they both leave, I think he'll give them the contract extension, which I still wouldn't do, because Steph will still be there. But here's my thing: I don't think Clay's going to leave. I think Clay is a smart guy. I understand change is good, but my question, my question to Clay would be like, okay, why do you want to leave? And I would just let him talk. If you want to say change of scenery, okay, that's understandable. Um, but outside of that, I can't see any reason for not wanting to play with the Warriors. You're with the golden team. You're with the best team in the league. You have Steph. You have Draymond. You have a great coach in Steve Kerr. You have a great GM, Bob Myers. You just, you're, you have great fans. You're about to, you're about to play in a new arena next year. So that's, so that's a little bit of a change of scenery. So if I'm Clay, I don't think Clay's gonna leave. I think Clay's just gonna be sitting there one day and he's gonna be like, if, if, you know, Clay's listening to this, here's what, here would be my suggestion to you, Clay. If you're on the fence, get a piece of paper, divide it, make a T chart, make two columns. On the left side, put pros of staying with Golden State. And on the right side, put cons of staying with Golden State. Fill it out. Fill out both sides. Then I want you to get another piece of paper that says pros of leaving Golden State. And then I want you to do the other side that says cons of leaving Golden State. Your answer will be very clear. If I'm if I'm Clay, and just just as a player, I can't. If I'm in Clay's position, I cannot imagine what I can't. I just I I don't know what pitch could be made to me to leave Golden State. You're going to get the most money. You have great fans. You don't have to worry about moving. Because moving is a hassle. 
I just, you're with, you're with the best team in the league. I, I don't think there's a close second. People might say the Clippers. The Clippers don't have a championship. The Clippers have never won. People call this a Clippers town. And right now, I would agree. I think, I think, I care more about the Clippers than I do the Lakers. The Lakers are just nosediving by the, by the moment. Not as bad as the Knicks, but still. If I'm Clay, I have no reason to leave. And if I'm, if I'm Steph in the, if I'm Steph in the offseason, I go to Clay's house and I'm like, Clay, dog, let's just be real with each other. I know you've thought about leaving. Just let, like, let's just be real. Because when you become a free agent, or even before, you think about leaving. You do weigh the option. Even if it's just for a little bit, you, you have thought about it. So that's okay. So if I'm Steph, I go to Clay's house and I'm like, I'm just like Clay. Explain to me that for what reason would you leave? Seriously, why would you leave? What what is out there that you could possibly want that you can't get here? More recognition? Is that is that it? Do you want to be do you want to be the do you want to be the man? I don't know. I don't know. I think, I feel like Clay, I think it can be fresh. I think it can be frustrating because you have, first it was just you and Steph. And then Kevin Durant comes into the picture. And so it's KD being the number one option, Steph two, and now you, Clay, being a star, an absolute, you know, an all star. You're now the third option. So I can understand that can be frustrating. So I would, so if I'm Steph, I'd be like, okay, I'll, I'll concede that. I was like, I can imagine that's frustrating. But it's like, okay, KD's probably out of here. He's probably out of here. So you'll, you'll go back to, it'll be you and me again, just like old times. What's, what's your other reason for leaving? And I, I would just sit there and wait and just look at him, if I'm Steph. I, I just, I, as as a basketball fan, just as a basketball fan, I would like to see Clay leave because I want to see the Warriors, you know, break apart. And you know, it's kind of it's kind of annoying to see to see the Warriors on top and stay on top for a long time. But I, I you know, I understand it. But just as a per, just as a fan of logic and sense, I hope Clay stays. Same with Kevin Durant. I, I, so I'm torn. I'm torn. The basketball part of me wants, wants to blow the Warriors up. But the sensible guy with, within me is like, no, stay together. Don't move a muscle. Don't leave. And just ride this thing out for as long as you possibly can. Because I'm going to say this. KD might want to ring this year. If if I'm KD. KD might want to ring this year. So now you'll be tied. 
with LeBron in rings. You go to New York where you emotionally, people keep forgetting this. People keep saying KD needs to go to New York. These people who analyze this for a living, I, I would call them idiots because KD cannot handle criticism and they will boo you in the garden if you're not playing well. So you have Knicks fans on top of social media and you have dysfunction in, in the franchise. KD cannot, he will not be able to handle going to New York. He won't make it. And the question is, whose team would it be? Because Kyrie wants to go to, he wants to go to New York. So whose team will it be? Does Kyrie want to be the younger brother of someone else now? Is it going to be Kyrie's team? I doubt it. Is it going to be Kevin Durant's team? Probably if he goes. KD emotionally can't handle playing in New York. And there's nothing wrong with that. New York is a hard, hard place to play. It's a, it's a rough place. It's a, it's a great place. But it's rough, man. It's like, it's like LA. It's tough. The spotlight is always on you. It's magnified. Kevin, do not go to the Knicks. Do not go to the New York Knicks. You are not going to lead them to a championship. You, you'll lead them to the playoffs. I believe that. Because I believe you're just that talented. And it's not, I mean, the top eight teams make it. That's not hard. The Nets made it this year. Do not go to the Knicks. Do not go to the New York Knicks, Kevin. Just, just stay where you are, man. Just stay and ride it out and get, cause here's the thing. As I was saying earlier, you don't want to be tied with LeBron in rings. Cause let's be real, Kevin, where are you going to go? To where you, to where you will for sure pass LeBron. What team? The, the, the Clippers? Now the Clippers, the Clippers are, they are an attractive destination. But if you're already on the Warriors and they want to keep you, they don't, there's, if, if I'm on the Warriors, there's no place as attractive to me. If I, specifically KD or Clay, there's no place as attractive to me as where I'm already at. The Clippers are nice. They're in LA. You, you'd be in Staples Center. You know, warm weather pretty much year round. Great weather. Celebrities, all of that. But you are in, you're about to get a new arena. You're with the best team in the league and you can, and you can make the most money if you stay. To me, it makes no logical sense. I, I just, I just wouldn't do it. And I'm, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping for his legacy's sake that KD does not leave. Cause you're going to be stuck with three rings and you're going to be stuck, you know, being tied with LeBron. Man, just, just don't, don't leave, man. 
And this is, this is coming from a non-fan. This is coming from a non-fan. This is coming from a guy who wants to see you guys blow up. Who wants to see you guys just end it. Don't leave, Kevin. Seriously. Do what's best, do what's best for you. And I believe that's what's, I believe that's what's best for you. And I know it's a, it's a guy way on the outside looking in. But don't do it. Do not go to New York. You can't handle it there. And that's okay. It's a tough place to play and people are made, people are cut from different cloths. They are. And, you know, some people can make it. Emotionally, emotionally, Kevin, you just can't handle it. Fans sitting courtside have gotten into your head. So all someone will need to do, so all Nick, so all someone will need to do at the garden, where you can't be booed, sit courtside, and jeer you. And it'll throw you off your game. Don't do it, Kevin. Do not leave Golden State. You have great fans. You're in a great place. You're about to get a lot of money. Even if you lose this year, I wouldn't leave. I wouldn't leave because my question to the Bucks would be, okay, do it again next year when they're the team to beat. Yeah. Don't leave, man. Do not leave.